0: universal energy, forming organic tribal algorithms that spans the globe, reaching down to its very core. This euphoric inspirational revolution. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the ultimate underground. people's minds and stimulate their acceptance of global culture. Coast to coast. Continent to continent. In the footsteps of American Bandstand, Star Search, Soul Train, and the Grand Old Opera. Underground underground Experience. Experience
1: I'm gonna make a change For once in my life It's gonna feel real good I'm gonna make a difference Do it nor am I to be blind Pretending not to see their needs A summer's disregard
0: Here with me your host, Captain and DJ, Uncle Earl on the radio. How y'all doing? I'm doing absolutely fabulous today. I have an incredible guest today at Uncle Earl's Do Drop In. I had the privilege of meeting her I'm not gonna say how long, ago, but a while back, and it was incredible. It was amazing. We were working on a production. I was an actor and she was a coach. But I don't want to spill all the beans. I want to introduce her and let her tell you a little bit about herself. Ladies and gentlemen, I bring in Professor Emerita, Ms. Vera Katz. How you doing?
2: Fine, great to be here,
0: Uncle. Yes, it's wonderful to be here with you. You've taken a little Star Trek to be here.
2: Yes. A little one. Yeah. <laughs> Across the country. Yeah.
0: You currently reside in
2: uh, outside of D.C. outside of D.C. Maryland. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And Debbie Allen called me and said, "Come on over, I'll bring you out." And Debbie Allen. Who's Debbie Allen? Uh, Debbie Allen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <I'm
0: kidding. laughs> no, I have to say, you no. Know, we both we, we mutually know Debbie Allen. She was her her instructor, and I was an assistant to Debbie Allen for many years. Um, and we have another co. How would we say <laughs> co-connector <laughs> we will go into it but we do have, know someone mutually mr i say his name mr Terrence Lee jones introduced me to miss cats professor cats and um there well, just, that's another story but we, we're talking about her today so what i like to do is let's go back in time let's take a step back where are you from
2: i'm from brooklyn <laughs> me too Oh, I'm from Borough Park. Where were you from? Fort Greene. Okay. Myrtle and Carlton. Didn't know we were neighbors. Hey, hello. That's life, yeah.
0: Yes, so you grew up in Brooklyn, and how how was that growing up in Brooklyn?
2: Well, it was good. I learned a lot in Brooklyn. At that time, in the 40s, there was a lot of diversity. Mm -hmm. People were living together with each other, Mm -hmm. Um, blacks, Jews. Puerto Ricans and uh, Italians, yes, Polish, Italians. So yeah. it was it was a good way to grow up. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think I've used what I learned there. Yeah.
0: Did you have a large family?
2: No, actually, I'm adopted. Okay. There were just three of us. Mm-hmm. A lot of focus on me because I was the only one. <laughs> Mom was doing uh, community theater,
3: mm-hmm.
2: and she was also speaking in front of large Jewish organizations. I think I learned how to speak in front of large groups and be comfortable because Mm. of mom.
0: That is an art. Uh, Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. That is. Now, um, how did you become interested in entertainment?
2: Well, I would watch mom Mm -hmm. and then at an early age I would uh, go to my Tanta Lisa, Aunt Lisa's
3: mm-hmm.
2: a little theater uh, school, which was in New York, mm-hmm. over the Heckshaw Theater. I would go oh, on the yeah. train by myself. <laughs> I was eight or nine, <laughs> and Tanta Lisa had me open up the Venetian window blinds <laughs> and check out the bathroom. And she was teaching acting because she had studied with the great Russian director and acting coach, Konstantin Stanislavski. Wow. Okay. And so she had been uh, studying with him for some time, and then there was a lot of uh, pogroms against Jewish people, Mm -hmm. so she fled and came to New York, Mm -hmm. and little Verichka, that's what she (laughs) called me, would sit in the classroom and watch her teach at eight, nine, Mm -hmm. ten, Mm -hmm. I think It's soaked in. That's
0: great. But I have to step back. Isn't it amazing that back in that time, children could travel by themselves without any worries? And these days, (laughs) you can hardly travel with your parents and still be all right. You know? You show up missing anyway at the mall. You know, when you're out with your family, it's crazy. That's a sidebar. That's a good point. Yeah, you know? I used to do that myself. I used to take the train from Queens to Brooklyn when I was a young man and, you know, everything would be all right. Just call when you get there. We didn't have cell phones or anything.
3: No. No. Anyway.
0: But um, let's get back to that. Uh, So, little (laughs)
2: Vritschka,
0: taking the train and doing the town. Yes. Yes. And watching her teach. Mm -hmm.
2: And it inculcated me, I feel, to be a teacher of acting. Mm -hmm. And that's what I've done with my life. And that's when
0: it all began.
2: Mm -hmm. That was Mm -hmm. the point. Mm
0: -hmm. Wow. Okay. Well, we're going to get a little bit more in depth, but I need to take a break. And when I get back, I want to talk about your transition and your schooling, your schooling, you know, how did you mm-hmm. build upon what you gained mm-hmm. as little. Okay. <laughs> okay. People will be right back right after this break with professor Merita, miss Vera Katz on the underground experience.
2: When you, We all take a journey in life, and it's exciting to watch the trajectory of my life, because I'm sure that young people who are eager to go into the theater and into acting will learn something.
0: Aw, now don't y'all just want to take her home with you?
2: <laughs> That's so sweet. <laughs> How you doing? I'm fine. You're doing fine? Yeah. Good.
0: All right, well, we've, we've talked about where you're from. We're both in Brooklyn. You know, you've gone through the training, watching your tante, and now you're doing your thing. So let's talk about the school, your training. Mm-hmm.
2: Yes, there's no substitute for training. Mm-hmm. Um, I started out at Brooklyn College mm-hmm. and um, studied with some wonderful teachers there.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And it became, and I was studying acting, And it became apparent that my language skills and my gift for analysis, Mm -hmm. which I'm sure I took from Tanta Lisa and from my mother being in community theater, uh, were evident. And at that time, I was told that uh, those skills... Would be useful in directing. Mm-hmm.
0: You were like a human sponge. <laughs> You're soaking it all in, huh? Right. And my, <laughs> my
2: critiques were good. My mm-hmm. verbal ability was good. Mm-hmm. And I still wanted acting, but I had to learn that I could funnel my interest in acting into directing.
0: Mm. That's it's a gift.
2: It is. It is, again. From there, I went to Boston University mm-hmm. and got a master's mm-hmm. in both theater arts and directing. Actually, um, in my dorm at the time, Barbara Jordan, the great lawmaker, really? was living on the same floor, wow. and we became friends. Right. And I watched her first moot court appearance <laughs> at school. <laughs> She never told me at the time that she was integrating Boston University.
0: Oh, that's what she was doing.
2: Mm-hmm, but never mentioned it. That's who Barbara was. Wow. And she came to my thesis directing play, mm-hmm. and she said, you're going to do something with that girlfriend you <laughs> really are.
0: She knew it. She saw it. Yeah. It's yeah.
2: was nice to have that affirmation from her, and it was great to be in her presence. Mm-hmm. She even played Santa Claus for our dorm. Oh, did year. she? Yeah. A black Santa. Oh, it was and a woman. Fabulous! She <laughs> crawled through the window. It was snowing out in Boston. She crawled through the window yes. and gave us all funny little trinkets for gifts that were appropriate for our personalities. Wow. She was so sharp. She tremendous. Nice.
0: Did you have any other uh, notable like uh, fellow students with you there besides Barbara Jordan? Uh,
2: um, John Casals, who was an acting major, mm-hmm. and he was in The Deer Hunter, mm-hmm. the movie The mm-hmm. Deer Hunter. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. he died too yeah. early. His career was just taking off mm-hmm. in the past. Mm-hmm. And so from Boston University, uh, I... Uh, really started to feel that i had to continue to direct mm. and then of course being a woman i got married yeah, I had children of course I, and that brought me to washington dc mm-hmm. and i directed a lot of plays in local community theater in the area mm-hmm. and of course as we all know as women i was trying to raise two young kids and at the same time direct and
0: Unheard of back in that time.
2: Difficult, (laughs) very difficult. No support, I'm sure. No, support, and people thought I was crazy. Women were supposed to be baking from scratch, and uh, Mm -hmm. the neighbor would always do the chocolate chip cookies for us, because (laughs) I certainly was running to rehearsal. (laughs) And so, after that... um, Did the kids
0: hang out with you at rehearsal a lot?
2: The the kids came to rehearsal and were amazed at uh, the personalities, the outgoing, Mm. ebullient personalities Mm -hmm. of all the actors. Mm. And they were shy, and they didn't quite know what to do with it. You know, sometimes we in theater can come on so strong. Right, And so um, then after that, I was on a panel... Uh, A DC one-act play tournament panel. Mm. And there was this... And we were giving critiques, Earl. We were giving critiques of what we saw uh, and adjudicating who would win the first prize for the best production and the best actress and so forth. And there was this very brilliant woman sitting next to me, large, intelligent, uh, verbal, sharp, and very warm... Mm. And her name was Alfredine Brown. Uh-huh. She had already appeared in a lot of movies. Okay. Uh, one of them was with Peter Sellers. Peter Sellers. And um, she had done some professional acting mm-hmm. in the area. Mm-hmm. And after the tournament, she said to me, you know, my husband is looking for a theater teacher at the... The school. I didn't know what school she was talking about.
0: <laughs> the school. Yeah, I thought it was some little high
2: school. You know. And um, she said, Are you available? Would you like to go down and be interviewed by him? And I mm-hmm. said, Fine. And she wrote down on a piece of paper his name, mm-hmm. William T. Brown. Yes. And Howard University. Wow. That was my introduction.
0: What a blessing.
2: And of course I had heard of
0: Howard. <laughs> okay. The
2: the, the oldest school for African-Americans, the Capstone, founded in 1865. Yes. And I was impressed and a little nervous. And I went down to the school and I was interviewed by him mm-hmm. and since I had a master's and since I had worked for Morse Hart mm. Morse Hart if you remember was the playwright, playwright. of many plays yes uh, George with George Kaufman mm-hmm. they reigned in New York and Theater a couple of things he did the man
0: who came to dinner
2: yes and light mm-hmm. up the sky mm-hmm. and in the 40s and early 50s they were in charge of New York's mm-hmm. Broadway mm-hmm. scene mm-hmm. in fact, Uh, The year that I left him, he was working on a a play called... uh, Well, the play was adapted from a novel called Once and Future Kings, and it Mm -hmm. turned out to be Camelot.
0: Oh, hey. Yes. (laughs) Still going strong.
2: Right. So (laughs) I learned about how to adapt a novel Mm. into a play by working with them. And one of the things Mr. Hart had me do was run around to a lot of off-Broadway theaters. Uh And look at um, talent. And I would come back and tell him so and so, and with a resume and picture, Mm -hmm. and I would promote the talent, which you. Wonderful. Yes.
0: Wonderful talent scout. And (laughs) I was also
2: reading plays all the time. He would get so many new scripts, new writers, Mm -hmm. and I would be assigned to read them. And then once a week, I would have to go into his office and advocate Mm. for a play that he should read.
0: Mm. So you were the yay and nay girl. (laughs) Yes, and
2: we discovered at that time Patty Shayefsky, who wrote for TV a lot after that. Mm. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was really, you know, the person who said, you need to look at this man's writing.
0: So you were commuting back and forth from D.C. to New York?
2: Yes, I was. That must have been something. And I was working, it was near Times Square, and Mm -hmm. I was in my late 20s it was so exciting i'm
0: sure it was
2: (laughs) my head was in the clouds you
0: know you were in demand yeah you were popular you were the it girl
2: well, and you had to be sharp. You <laughs> mm-hmm. had to take the cues. Mm-hmm. Young people have to learn that. You had to take the cues, know when to speak and when not to mm-hmm. speak. Mm-hmm. And verbal agility impresses people. That's why reading is so important, yes. Earl. So Riff. important. Reading is fundamental. So important, <laughs> you know. Yes, it is. Uh, not all, always watching television <laughs> or playing computer games. Yes, and I have
0: to tell you, I learned that late in life because when I was a child, I really didn't like to read. Mm-hmm. I My attention span would not stand for it i hated doing book reports i hated doing you know i'd have to go to the movies and do a review even in elementary school they made us do that and i was like where's the cliff's notes you know i was one of those guys Mm -hmm. and i regretted it so when i did go to college Mm -hmm. i found i had a newfound love for reading
2: i remember pearl bailey once came to howard and Hmm. she said um, I'm one of the people who've opened the door for you, but you have to have something to bring through the door mm, with you. Mm-hmm. I never forgot that. Mm. And part of that is having verbal agility. Yes, yes. So anyway... Yes. Um,
0: so can can we go on to that time? That was a very important time that you were at Howard.
2: 1968 yes. to 2001, yes. 32 years mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I spent at Howard University, mm-hmm. and of course, through that period, so much changed in America for African Americans. Yeah,
0: but w- we must state that that was around the time of Martin Luther King's assassination, yes, yes. which was very uh, monumentous. I mean, it was
2: w- Washington was in flames. And, yeah. And there I appeared, this mm. white lady with stringy <laughs> hair, into a class, and they were not happy they were not to ready see for that. me. No way. They're like who's she? And in my first class was Linda Gravatt, who's a professional actress mm. now, mm-hmm. and Felicia Allen, better known as Felicia Rashad,
0: who oh, I love dearly. Yes, had the privilege of working with her myself.
2: Yes, brilliant mm. actress, yes.
0: brilliant.
2: Yes. Mm-hmm. And um, I was teaching them acting. Mm -hmm. And it became apparent to me that I had to learn more about the culture, Mm. the ethnicity, Mm -hmm. the many years of wonderful literature and history of the African Americans. Mm. And I did my research. Every night I'd stay up after I put the little kids to bed and I'd read. Phyllis Wheatley, Mm -hmm. Zora Neale Hurston. Mm -hmm. I'd read um, as much as I could, Mm -hmm. John Hope Franklin, about the history. Mm -hmm. And that was... So you could build up
0: your little arsenal there. Yes. Mm
2: -hmm. And that was a way for me to connect to the students and draw the thread through of what did acting have to do with your history and your ethnicity? Mm -hmm. And that's important to learn. Yes, it is. Because also young actors have to bring that in the door with them Mm -hmm. because they are educating producers who may not know, directors who may not know. They are repositories of all these years of culture and Mm -hmm. history, and they have to educate... People they work with, script yes. writers.
0: And let, let, me, let me just ask you this question. My understanding, I, there's another person that we have in common, Debbie Allen,
2: mm-hmm.
0: who, who really impressed upon me the importance of studying and sharpening my tool. And she introduced me to the Utah Hagen method. Mm-hmm. And I did read that book, and mm-hmm. I thank her for it because I still use it to this day. Oh, that's but a brilliant. Book. What, one thing Debbie handed to me, she says, Child, stop acting. Mm-hmm. that's your first mistake don't come up in front of me acting mm-hmm. I want to see who you are mm-hmm. bring your experiences and layer it mm-hmm. with the character
3: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: so that you become one mm-hmm. you're not playing someone else you become that person mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you know, you channel yourself is that a correct analysis yeah.
2: Definitely, and, and I, I must say that you have to use your past experiences, mm-hmm. whether it was triumph mm-hmm. or trauma, mm-hmm. in your work. Yes. You have to pull that into your work, because that's what you can build on. Mm-hmm. That moved you in your experiences in life, and you bring it to the character <coughs> you're
3: playing. Mm-hmm.
2: So it's, it's a lot of you is in the character, yes. and then you put the other layer on. Yes. So yes, that is a great book. I I also recommend uh, Michael Shurtloff,
3: mm-hmm. who's,
2: who was a, a Hollywood teacher for years. His book called Audition, mm. which is, does not emphasize audition as much as the twelve guideposts of directing. Mm. And you know, Uncle Earl, I'm in the process of writing a book.
0: Okay. Oh, wow. Oh, well, we'll have to touch on that in a minute. I need to give people a break so they can stand up, stretch their legs, and come back and get some more. So, ladies and gentlemen, I'm here with Professor Vera Katz, and we'll be right back on The Underground Experience right after this break. Come on back now. You hear?
3: bulging eyes and the twisted mouth scent of magnolia, sweet in the sudden smell of burning flesh Here is a fruit for the crows to pluck for the rain to gather for the wind to suck for the sun to rot for the trees
0: Stay tuned for the second half hour of The Underground Experience after this break.
1: It sits there looking like a candy bar in a nice orange wrap. California, and you're listening to The Underground Experience with Uncle Earl. Keep the vibe alive with Peace In.
0: Back on the Underground Experience here at KC FM Los Angeles, we've been having an in-depth con- conversation with Professor Emerita Vera Katz from Howard University and the Duke Ellington School. How you doing,
2: Oh, it's nice to be here.
0: Yeah, you've got a lot to offer.
2: Oh, thank you. You know, but you know, it took a lot of hard work, mm-hmm. a lot of reading books, a lot of training. Then I went off. Uh, After Brooklyn College and Boston University, I went off to study film Mm -hmm. at USC Uh and UCLA, and so put that together so I could speak to the students about acting for camera. Get around, huh? Yeah. (laughs) yeah.
0: (laughs) And and who was someone who was very instrumental in moving you forward into doing what you're doing now? You had mentioned to me about Mr. (coughs) Edward. You brought someone into the fold that was very instrumental, Mr. Edward
2: be. Oh, ah. yes. Well, while I was at Howard, mm-hmm. learning mm-hmm. and teaching mm-hmm. and giving a lot and fine-tuning how I taught and my techniques... Yes. Um, The last year I was there, which was 2001, Mm -hmm. and that was uh, my choice to leave because I wanted to go on to teach at a high school, believe it or not. That's wonderful. In any case, I was doing Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf by Edward Albee. Uh Uh, I think many people have seen that movie with Elizabeth Taylor. If you haven't, you're stupid. Yes. and, (laughs) And so I was working on the script, and there were many references on the script, that would not be ethnically right for the capstone mm-hmm. of Howard University. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, about the pale child and the blond-eyed, blue-eyed, right, right. and uh, the, the uh, male character speaks about great universities and there were what needed to be black universities mm-hmm. mentioned that are great universities. And so I wrote him a letter in longhand well, I found his address uh, only through his agent, mm-hmm. and I wrote him a letter, and my husband said, you'll never hear from him. <laughs> and one day, I was in the closet, ladies, you'll understand this, I was in the closet <laughs> looking for the uh, the match to one of my boots, <laughs> and I couldn't find it, and the phone rang. <laughs> and it, I let it ring and let it ring, and finally I came out of the closet with only one boot, <laughs> very unnerved, and... Um, I got on the phone and I heard, um, hello, is this Professor Katz? And I said, yes. Very clipped accent. Yeah. And he said, this is Edward Albee. And I said, yeah, right. Because <laughs> I was in the middle of rehearsals and I thought one of the actors was pulling my leg. <laughs> and he said, excuse me? Right. And I had a sense that maybe this was Edward Albee. Mm. Well, Mr. Albee called me because he had gotten my letter and agreed with me that we had to change some of these references. Isn't that amazing? And on the phone, he sat with me and changed those references. Really? He
0: went on the phone, he sat? Page by page. Wow.
2: And then he said, lo and behold, great thrill of my life, do you think it would be beneficial to your students if I came and chatted with them? And of course well, I, don't I think said that would do any
0: good at all actually. You know?
2: I said, Of course <laughs> And then we had a little go round because he wanted to jog over. He was going to be at the Kennedy Center uh-huh. and he thought that was close enough to Howard University and he was going to jog over okay. which it wasn't close enough and it was a difficult uh, draw a uh, walk yes. and we had that little debate and he was quite strong about jogging over mm-hmm. and I said, well I'm sure they w- that the university will send a car for you mm-hmm. And he gave me where he would be staying and he did come and he shook everybody's hand nice. and I told the students to get his autograph on their script, <laughs> which at the time they didn't realize how how important that, how that would val- be to invaluable that in that was, their future. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he came. And you see, what I learned, Uncle Earl, is he wanted to visit a great, prestigious black university. He wanted that experience. There's so much ignorance on either side. Yes. yes. And he wanted that experience because after he met all the students and chatted with them Mm -hmm. and the cameras came in and the vice president came in Mm. and the chairman of the department was running (laughs) around in a twit, (laughs) after all that happened, he took my arm and said, Let's walk around Um, and we walked around and I showed him the Harriet Tubman building and I showed him the Frederick Douglass building. Mm. And so I he sh- got a little
0: education himself exactly. while he was helping. The
2: great portrait of Ira Aldridge. Yeah. And he said to me, yes, Shakespearean actor. And so he was thrilled to be there. Sometimes we don't realize the ignorance on either side, but mm-hmm. the willingness, right. the willingness to learn. Mm-hmm. So that was an experience yeah, for and Mr. and We miss Albee.
0: opportunities because sometimes we won't reach out and touch yes. or reach out and ask and be like, "Oh no, I could. Do. Yeah. How do you know people are so gracious and That's willing right. sometimes if you don't That's ask, right. you never know."
2: And sometimes we cop an attitude. Yeah.
0: yeah. We get right into so a, they feel that and then it's like, "Oh no, yeah. I feel that wall or I feel right. that energy."
2: We distance yeah. ourselves yeah. from an opportunity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so sure. that was a wonderful opportunity right. for for all the students at Howard the university administration myself mm-hmm. And Mr. Alby too. Wonderful.
0: Now, you've mentioned a couple of students that you Felicia Rashad, Linda Gravatt. Uh,
2: Anthony and, Anderson mm-hmm. from Law and Order. Wonderful. Taraji Henson. Yes, Who's yes. very hot. In was fact, Clint- I understand she just got an opportunity to be on a continuing uh, series. Really? Yes. I don't know the name of Wonderful. it, but we'll be seeing and her. And there was Clinton Turner Davis? Clinton Turner Davis, the director. Yes. Uh, oh, the list goes <laughs> on and on. I, I don't want to f- forget anybody, but there were just so many. Richest and, jewels. Uh, oh, Isaiah Washington. I uh, was just at a book signing of his, okay. and he mentions me, little plug, mm-hmm. page 22. <laughs> <laughs> Do but, uh, you know the name of his book? Uh, yes, A Man Between Two Lands. Wow. And um, he's become quite serious about giving back Mm. to his roots, his ancestral roots, Mm -hmm. which he found out about, Mm -hmm. and that is Sierra Leone. And so he was the first, he is the first African-American. I
0: think my folks from there as well. Really? I think so.
2: Well, he got dual citizenship. The first African-American to get dual citizenship from Sierra Leone in the United States. And that's... That's breaking I think a path. It's Sierra
0: Leone or Cameroon, but that's yeah. all related. Yeah, you know, it's, all, it's all the roots. Degrees the roots like are there. Really yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so now this brings us to the person that you're working with.
2: Yes, I'm working with Debbie now. Debbie I'm L. her Nixon. assistant. Mm-hmm. I'm the dramaturg. Mm-hmm. I'm doing some acting coaching. Uh-huh. I'm just uh, a free-for-all, whatever she wants, I do. Utility
0: woman. So it's (laughs) a full
2: circle to have my student employ me now. Okay. It's It's, wonderful, though. It's just such a mitzvah. You know, in (laughs) Judaism, a mitzvah is a blessing. Yes. It's such a blessing. Yes,
0: because you see it full full circle for real. I mean...
2: Right. And she's brilliant. Yeah. And I see her use some things that I inculcated in her, and then I learn from her so much that mm-hmm. she's gone on mm-hmm. to.
0: Yeah, she's wonderful. Like I said, I've had the privilege of working with her mm-hmm. for about 10 years, mm-hmm. and it was invaluable, and I'm still learning things that I've learned.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You I keep processing I, yes, all the yeah,
0: time. Yeah, the process is ongoing all the time. And and, and I think, so, let's, can we talk about what you're doing with her? It's a...
2: Well, I'm, I'm working as her assistant, mm-hmm. and um, I'm suggesting to the actors, you know, I'm writing a book. We had stopped there. I'm writing a book and um, each year I fine tune what I've learned. Mm -hmm. And as Laurence Olivier said in his great book on acting, the word is all. And what I've been becoming to be aware of is that our tools are not Mm paintbrushes or color as painters, but our tools are words. And words can be colored in so many ways. Words and how you send words. Your love of words is what an actor has to get a sense of. Mm -hmm. And working with young actors who've done TV and done film, they tend to shortchange what words can bring them. You can, through a word, experience a lot. Mm -hmm. So I've been doing a lot with that, and I'm working on a book about that. Been teaching privately, mm-hmm. and uh, been teaching high school students. The high school students of the yes. Duke Ellington School of the Arts in D.C. They keep me young. Marvelous. They keep me young, Uncle Earl. Yes, they do. I learn the don't. new expressions. <laughs> I, uh, I learn the new clothes styles. You know, you can now wear two different colored socks. Yeah, you
0: can. I mean, it's, it's, I'm sure you, they try to teach you a few dance steps too. Oh, right, they do. They <laughs> do. Give <laughs> a little and, light jig. You no, know,
2: and you know. <laughs> Phrases. Well, we're go- we're lunching on you, professor. You know, I I have to I get a glossary to figure out what they mean. I love it. I love it. They keep me young, but they're wonderful. Well, and they well. go on. Um, Dave Chappelle uh, was trained at that school before mm-hmm. me, and he comes through. Mm-hmm. He said to me one day, "You're the that cat's person. The cat's meow. You know, Chappelle yes. meow." Yes. He said. And he told me that I had taught him once at a big workshop, and I had asked him to sit up straight and take some notes. Mm. (laughs) And he said, I never forgot that. You Mm. gave me the blues, woman, but you were right. Mm. So he comes through, Edwina Finlay studied at that school, and she's done a lot. She's marvelous. She's on, what is the name of that, Trem? Yes. Uh, the HBO show yes. about Louisiana yes. so yes. she's a recurring figure on that yes. she's marvelous yes. Had hard work, work.
0: Working with her as well yes and um did you did you happen to know Hinton Battle
2: no i know, you re- of him, you know of but him but i did not he went went work through with this him yeah might have been earlier yeah it was yeah. earlier but you know he's I've connected only been with debbie there. as well yes i've you only know. been at ellington 10 years okay Only. <laughs> only 10 years, <laughs> ten
0: years. okay
2: so I, I run up and now. back, I give a workshop and a lecture <laughs> yeah. at Howard, and then I go, and people say to me, well, do you, do you deal differently? Do you teach the high school students differently? And you know, you don't have to, you don't no. have to play down to them.
0: And you know, people respect that, because they don't like to be talked down to. Yeah. They're people, people are people.
2: And they're smart, mm-hmm. and they see what's going on, mm-hmm. and then they want to little push up. Yes. So yes. that's wonderful. Yes. I've enjoyed teaching them so much and, and uh, hearing I hear from them. I get notes what they're mm-hmm. doing. I have to say to them, it doesn't matter if you're not in the business and the art form. Yes. I still love you. I still want to hear what's yes. going on in your life. All right. Because as I say to parents who say, well, what is my child going to do with this acting? I say to them, your life. you're going to be able to speak. You're going to be able to sell yourself. <laughs> You're going to be able to know how to interrelate with people. You're going to be able to send and receive, which is what acting is about. Mm -hmm. You're going to learn vocabulary words. Mm -hmm. And everybody who I've trained, some go into law and they use it. Some go into funding and they use it. Mm -hmm.
0: Because you have to speak and communicate and convey a message in order to get results.
2: So it turns out that you can use it even if you don't go into this art. Yes, (laughs) exactly. Exactly. The black church, call and response. Wonderful, wonderful.
0: Well, you can't see me, but I'm grinning from ear to ear here, you guys. I cannot (laughs) handle it. i got so much energy right now. We're going to take a quick break, and we're going to come back and wrap it up with Professor Vierkatz right after this. Please come on back. You don't want to miss this. All right. Ciao. There's something wonderful on the other side of this door.
1: Sometimes in our lives, we all have pain, we all have sorrow, but if we are wise, we know that
3: there's
1: always tomorrow. Lean on me,
0: Hey, it's Uncle Earl on the radio. I'm here. I've been speaking with Professor Luritas, and we've had oh my God, a myriad of topics we've talked about. We've come from Brooklyn, on to Washington, D.C., uh, Howard University, USC. Where else have you been? You've been to Brooklyn University. hmm Boston. You Boston University. You're now at Duke Ellington School for the Arts with mm-hmm. young kids. You've taught a, a host of celebrities that are on television mm-hmm. film and theater mm-hmm. and recording artists as well they just mm-hmm. run the gamut you teach you give them everything and they just go run with it mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. and now here you are in la with me tally allen you're working on twist i must say mm-hmm. yeah. and you've written a book you're writing a book
2: uh, yes b- because twist. i want young people to know that there's no substitute for good training okay. uh you know the star thing is very glamorous and and gravitates to young people, and all these reality shows, and, and um, yet it isn't a fast way to get there. You must do the studying, the planting of the seed, nurture it, water it, mm-hmm. grow, let it flourish, mm-hmm. and not just jump into it, right. because you'll play yourself cheap, and then you'll just have a cup five years, and you'll be... Who are you? You'll (laughs) be gone.
0: You won't even know who you are.
2: Right. And I don't (laughs) want that to happen. So hang in there and study with good people and read the books and uh, watch and listen to good interviews. Mm. And uh, you can really then have something to offer. Mm. Yes.
0: Well, I thank you for coming in here and laying down... (laughs) the law of the land Mm -hmm. and the law of the arts Mm -hmm. I mean right now we're going through such a disarray and a change it's a very revolutionary time evolution is kicking butt right now and um what could what message could you give to up and coming artists about staying power and jumping into the race you know and really digging in and
2: well of course it's a terribly difficult time economically Mm -hmm. in all areas and certainly always the arts gets hit Mm -hmm. most Mm -hmm. Yet at the same time, from my perspective, it's, it's an opportunity now for African Americans that has never been as great as now. Mm. With our president, with uh, all the, the various uh, anchors on TV, mm-hmm. with all the books that are being written, yes. it is really uh, an awareness of the contribution of African-Americans to America. Mm-hmm. And so that's a great thing for us all. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm watching my students who are in their 40s yes. and 50s want to own something. Yes. They want their own theater. Mm-hmm. They want to make their own movie. Mm-hmm. They want to have their own sh- shows, whether it be radio, TV, mm-hmm. Uh, most recently, um, Frederica Whitfield, mm. who is an anchor on CNN, yes. who was a student of mine, mm-hmm. has her own little Frederica's faces that oh, she just got an nice. uh, opportunity to do. Nice. So it's happening in many areas. Mm-hmm. Ownership means not only a headache and raising <laughs> money, but it also means telling your own story. Yes. So it's not translated through somebody else's eyes. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's very important. Mm -hmm. Yes, it is. And I'm glad to see that people, my students in their 40s and 50s, are going that direction. Mm -hmm. It's very hard. They need public support to do it. But they're getting there.
0: I wish I had been one of your students, but I feel like I have been because I've worked with so many people. Who've passed through your
2: door. Yes. Well, we t- know, we've touched each yeah. other. We've touched yeah, each you, other. you touched me. And it was, it was And incredible. you've touched me, Earl. Oh. i learned a lot from you, too. Oh, thank you. Um, so that's important. I continue to teach privately. Mm-hmm. I do workshops all over Washington and Maryland and Virginia into communities that have never had someone come up and speak clearly, watch their work, mm. Uh they do their monologues, they do their audition pieces, and then I praise them for what they've done, and then I critique them in a way that helps them add to it. In fact, uh, I'm doing two workshops at the National Black Theater Festival, oh, wow. which is in Winston-Salem, on yes. uh, the first week of August. It okay. happens every other year, yeah. and I did it in 2009, and I'll be doing it again. Wonderful. And I love passing it on. Mm-hmm. I love... Sending the message so that the work can be of quality... Mm-hmm. And the 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 young person can be then become the forty year old, the fifty year old, etc., yeah. whose work lasts yes. and continues.
0: You know, I hope I can make it down there. I went to the festival for the first time in my life last year. Wasn't
2: it exciting? It
0: was great. My mom was performing
2: there. Oh, and I just had, wonderful! And I
0: had it was incredible to see all of
2: that talent. Very exciting. Just, I saw Ella Joyce do "A Rose Amongst the Thorns," so which was about there. Rosa Park. I was there so that I year? didn't see you. I That's did the workshop year there. That year. Yeah. My mom actually did two
0: shows. She did Ain't Nothing But the Blues. Yeah. And the the Sweet Mama String Bang, the Ethel Waters piece. I saw her. Well my mom was my sister. We and have my to sister talk. Was young, I did young. see the, the <laughs>
2: Mama Stringbean. And I didn't see you. Because, I was I, there. because it's very important yeah. that plays be done yes. about prominent African Americans. Yeah. Yes, and so I always We're go there. to I'm that. Yes, is that <laughs> wonderful? I was there. The Things you. We Learn. <laughs> yeah, that was terrific. But that was right before I love I, that, I was that show. Two, though, so, yes, you know, I love that next show. I love that show, Sweet Mama
0: Stringbean. I love that. Yeah. Playing young and old.
2: Yes, oh, that's. that That is wonderful. So, see, I
0: had no choice. I had to do
2: this. Wonderful. (laughs) It was (laughs)
0: Um, faded and slated. Faded and slated. Well, wow, ladies and gentlemen, this has been an incredible day. I've had such a wonderful time with Professor Katz. Thank you so much for coming in today. I love you.
2: Thank you. It's such an honor, and I love your show, and I want it to go continue and continue.
0: Thank you so much. You hear that, people? Mm -hmm. She gave me the blessing. (laughs) Well, I want you guys, you never know who's going to drop in at Uncle Earl's playground, so I want you to have a wonderful, blessed day, evening, night, dawn, dusk. What if you haven't? Just have it. And, ladies and gentlemen, be kind to yourselves, each other, and the planet. We only have one. All right. I'll see you later. Ciao. please take care of yourselves and each other. Love is the key. Love is the message. There's never enough and you can't give too much.